Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm Finn McKenty. This is my second channel. This is where I talk about business and marketing, entrepreneurship, stuff like that that's not really a fit for my main channel because it's not really directly related to music. But in this video, what I wanted to talk about is something that is always cool, the opportunity to take my own advice. Because I've said in a lot of videos how bands should take their merch more seriously and treat that as like a business as part of their overall revenue mix. And people like told me how right I was and smart for saying that, but the truth is that I was full of shit because I wasn't doing that myself. I kind of treated merch as an afterthought. I had merch, but I never really talked about it. I didn't really put a lot of effort into like promoting it. I didn't really think about the pricing and stuff. I just kind of said, eh, I don't know. It's out there, it is what it is. And I sort of told myself that it wasn't important, but the truth is that was bullshit. I was just being lazy. And after making those videos, it kind of made me realize it. I also talked to my friend Grady Smith, who's a country YouTuber, and he was telling me about some of the success he's had recently with merch. And I was like, shit, I need to take this seriously. I need to get my head out of my ass and start doing this for real. So I did. And in this video, I wanna talk about the results that I got, and most importantly, how I got there to sort of help you think about this for anything you may be working on. So I was making maybe one or $200 a month off of merch. And don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful for every penny of that. And I know that there's a lot of other people who would be happy to make that much. So I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying that I know that I have potential to do more because I know about apparel. I mean, I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch for four years doing design and marketing. I know the apparel business quite well. I know e-com very well because I've run Shopify stores before. Like I know how to do this. So the truth is I was just being lazy. And now you can see that between April and now I've made a total of $3,700 in total profit off of my merch, which is awesome. Like I'm not gonna buy a yacht with that, but that's real money. And you can see here right around October, that's when I really started taking it seriously. You can see when there's that huge inflection point. So let's talk about what I did. Number one is first thing I did is I went in, it's just kind of like looked at my store on Teespring and just tidied up a bunch of stuff that was messy. For one, they have like a new template for your store that I switched over to, like a new layout for everything that just sort of optimizes a bunch of little things. And you should do the same thing for any product pages that you have. The second thing I did was I looked at the pricing because I just kind of accepted the default pricing on a lot of stuff, which to be honest is really high and kind of crazy. Like there were hoodies that were $43 and look, I'm all about, you know, valuing yourself and charging and premium and stuff, but $43 for a hoodie with my logo on it, to me, just plus shipping, which can be, you know, internationally, like 20 bucks. Like, I'm not gonna ask anybody to spend 50 or $60 on a one color hoodie for my channel. I'm just I'm not gonna do it. So I looked at that and there's some places where I was making like a dollar on an item and then other places where if I sold one, I made like $15, just crazy. So I just kind of evened everything out to a point where it feels like a fair price for me to ask, but also I make enough money off it so that it's worth my time to promote it. 
The next thing I did was to come up with some new designs. I did the original logo shirt like, I don't know, a year and a half ago or something like that and kind of never really did anything other than that. And that did sell well, so that's cool. But I wanted to add some more fun stuff in there because although I've talked about how oftentimes the biggest sellers are the simple items, which is true, but doing stuff that's kind of fun and different and ridiculous is a good way to get attention for your store that will turn into sales, even if it's not the thing that they originally came to the store for. For example, like if you go to, you know, Banana Republic or whatever, and they have like some bright orange fuzzy sweater in the window, they don't actually expect you to buy that sweater. That's just to get you to stop and pay attention to Banana Republic. You go in there and you probably end up buying the same like navy black or white sweater because those are the things that sell all the time. But that bright orange thing is what got you into the store. And so I wanted to do a better job of kind of utilizing that dynamic. For example, there was a thread about me in the gent shit posting group a couple weeks ago, someone making fun of me and calling me a boomer or whatever. And I thought, you know what? I should do something with this. So I screen capped his comment and I made a shirt out of it. I think I only sold like two or three of them. God bless the people who bought them. But that wasn't the point. The point is that I was able to use that as social media content that got a ton of engagement and made people think about my merch store. Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Mods to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, you can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or 
go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. The second thing to think about with your merch is to have some kind of an authentic story behind it. You know, you see some of these bands or companies that have like 900 different designs and none of them make any sense. It feels like they just bought random illustrations from people and put them on a shirt. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you'll see that what tends to sell better is when something actually has lore behind it. So I came up with two new designs, both of which have sold really well based on kind of the lore around my channel. The first is this one, Pop Punk with Breakdowns. And the origin of that is that that's how I've always described the genre of easycore, which sounds like pop punk with breakdowns. And since I'm kind of the only person on the internet that really ever talks about easycore, that's sort of like my thing. I'm not gonna say like I own easycore, but it is part of my lore, I guess you would say, is my connection to easycore. And shout out to Andre Feely for coming up with that design. He's a UFC fighter who's also into like sad boy, twinkle daddy, pop punk and all that stuff. He just texted me one day and was like, oh dude, you should make a shirt that says pop punk with breakdowns. And I said, good idea, typed it up. Five minutes later, I had the shirt live on my store. And that has actually been my number one seller. I'll get into sales data in a minute. The second design that I got was this one, which is obviously inspired by the neon cartoon monster merch of like the late 2000s MySpace era, which I've also talked about in a lot of videos. Again, this is something that I clearly have like a personal connection to. I've talked about it a million times. And I actually got one of the like defining artists of that genre to do the art. A guy named Michael Shantz, he did a lot of the stuff for Drop Dead in the beginning, like the cartoon cat with its brain out that you might've seen. And so again, this is a design that I have like a personal connection to. And I think people really respond to that. That one has sold really well too. Don't just put something out because somebody else did it. Come up with something that makes sense for you and your brand. And lastly, I promoted it a lot more. If you notice, I kind of never really talked about my merch in videos before, or maybe only a little bit, just kind of in passing. I made a conscious effort over the past couple months to really highlight it in my videos, and I also ordered these physical samples of it. I noticed a huge bump when I started showing those in videos. You know, showing a physical sample of the thing is going to be more compelling than me just showing a screenshot. Seeing a real physical product like that just makes it cooler, right? I also share it on my story. If anybody ever tags me in a picture of them wearing my merch, number one, because I just genuinely appreciate the support and I wanna show everybody that. And number two, because it makes it feel like a community. And if you feel like by buying a piece of merch that makes you part of this community, again, that's gonna help sales. For example, this brand here, Top Threads, which my friend Randall Pitch runs. He also owns Live Fit Apparel. I love this brand, A, because the product is cool, but also because like Randall's part of our community, part of our scene, and I wanna show that I support him and support that community by wearing the product. And so let me just share some specifics on how that worked out as far as sales go. The number one seller over that period is my just basic logo shirt. In total, I sold 241 units of that over this period. The second biggest seller was the Pop Punk with Breakdowns one, which I sold 142 units of. Third biggest seller is the Neon Cartoon Monster one by Michael Shantz, number four, 49 units. Five is the first Cartoon Monster shirt I did, 39 units. And lastly is the Arch 
logo shirt at 35 units. So the data isn't perfect, but I just wanted to share what I have so you can kind of get a sense of how these things break out. Cause you know, I like to share information and be transparent and you know, people never share this stuff. I don't know why. So that's it for this video, short and sweet, but hopefully it's helpful. Thank you very much to everybody who is supported by buying some merch. Again, if you have any of this stuff, post a picture of it, tag me in it. I love sharing that stuff. And if you have a product to sell, think about all the stuff that I talked about in this video, especially the part about having like a real story behind it. I think that's the number one thing you can do to make your product sell better. Don't just do it because you saw somebody else do it. Make the thing that really only you can make that is a product of you and your unique experience and your story. And that I think is what will connect with people. Obviously, if you wanna buy some of this merch, there is a link to that in the description. And with that, I'm gonna sign off for now, but I will see you next time. All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you wanna help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really wanna support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that. And you can just sit at home, think about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.